You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture said, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Okay. Wise people are always humble because arrogance doesn't make any sense. This boss is what I vouch for and say. People want to get their own way, but they don't. So they become angry. God never said we have to control people. Humble yourself. And don't try to control everything or everyone. Your way isn't necessarily the best way. So I'm going to tell you, I'm a very control freak. As I, in a group talk, is, is I'm all the group player. Because everything has to be done in my head. And it's finally over. So this is for me a big challenge. Because it can be frustrating and rock. As people don't do what they want to do. And this is not God's heart. God wants to be with other people. He wants to be with other people. He wants to be with you will become angry much less often. Okay, so how to keep anger from becoming the boss of you? Here's the stuff. What causes the conflict or the fights? The desire in your heart and the battle for it inside you is the source. People think my way is the best way and get angry when others don't see it that way. People get angry because they don't get what they want. So that's not the first step. Besides that this is how I'm going to go. This is not, oh, but that person did this and this and this. It's not over me, it's not over me. Over what is I now doing? Who's your daddy? This is what my mom always said in our teachings. <laughs> we desire, but don't get what we want, so we kill. This can be with words, or if you have a vision, someone will slay, you don't do it, but... Be wise and humble enough to recognize that the source is me and not other people or situations. Last week, it was my box, I got my clumpalikis in, but Lisa's so mooi for us geskit het, that it oor ons lei. The situation is me, wat hier die anger voorsorg nie. Die anger was klaar binnen ons, ons het toegelaat dat die situation ons beheer, in anhandstekens. Ons het toegelaat dat dit gebeur, dat hy emoties in ons opkom en dat het de bas af as raak. Humble yourself. Own your part of the anger and decide not to let the anger take over. Philippians 2 vers 8 After he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death even death on a cross. Jesus' nature is to give us, or to give you what you need. He didn't get what he deserved, but he gave that up for you. He humbled himself. And Jesus is obviously for us a forebuild, so it's a challenge. In your relationships with others, have the same mindset as Christ, who humbled himself. It's better not to get what you feel you deserve, 
if it means that anger won't control you. Ek het sommer van ons onderstreep, want dit is nogal, ek voel dit is iets definitief om op te focus, dat ek hoef nie altijd my weg te kry. Selfs al voel ek, ek deserve hierdie, want ek het dit en dit en dit en dit gedoen nie, maar hoeveel keer sê mys dan ek? Soos wat ons baie keer so praat, oor die vers wat die duivel praat van wat hy alles gedoen het en wie hy alles is, dus ek, 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 maar dit is gefocus op my. In plaas van om te besef dat hierdie is onnodig, dit gaan oor die heren, dit gaan oor die verhouding, oor die grote prentjie. Volgende gaan ons praat oor fear. It is possible to not be afraid even when there is something to be afraid of. Ken jylle ook iemand wat net soos nooit gewaarheid is oor iets nie? Alles nooit bekommerd nie, alles altyd net soos, maar alles gaan ook nie wees. En dan is het soos, maar alles is nie ook nie, want dit en dit en dit en dit, en wat as dit en dit en dit. So, some people just don't feel anxious or fear at all. En dit is vir my baie frustrerend, as een stressbal. So, ons gaan vanavond nou oor dit journey vir die wat nou die ander kant om is. What does fear do? Fear keeps us up at night. Fear makes us unbalanced. Fear makes us self-absorbed and self-centered. Jesus wanted to teach us how to not fear. So forget it, I just say, fear not, and I say what I will say. Do not be afraid of anything that can kill your body, but not your soul. On souls is most eternal. That is for ever. Man's body is most for the time, like a time, and an hour, and so for joy, and all the Belief. So what is the point, eindelijk, van bang is for iets wat nie your soul can damage nie? There's more to you than your body. God considers you extraordinary valuable, so he is with you always. You can trust him. Okay, so I'm going to give us Matthias 8, verse 24 27. Lees. They all got into a boat and began to cross over the other side of the lake. And Jesus, exhausted, fell asleep. Suddenly, a violent storm developed with waves so high the boat was about to be swamped. Yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. The disciples woke him up, saying, Save us, Lord, we're going to die. But Jesus reprimanded them. Why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? Then he stood and rebuked the storm, saying, Be still. And instantly it became perfectly calm. The disciples were astonished by this miracle and said to one another, Who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey his word. The, so the disciples experienced fear of the storm. This is what they in the moment gefreed said. Toe daarna het Jesus die mense gefeed in Matthäus 14, vers 14 tot 22. Ons allemaal ken die story met die broekie en die visies en hoe God toe allemaal koos gegeet. Na dit het Jesus die disciples forseer om weer in die boot te klim. To face their fears of what happened the last time they got into the boat. Matthäus 14, vers 13 tot 36. Then Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the to the other side of the lake. Sorry, this must be verse 22. While he sent the people away. After sending the people away, he went up a hill by himself to pray. When evening came, Jesus was there alone. And by this time, the boat fell out in the lake tossed about the waves and became the because the wind was blowing against it. Between three and six o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to the disciples walking on the water. When they saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and screamed with fear. Jesus spoke to them at once. Courage, he said, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then Peter spoke up. 
Lord, if it is really you, order me to come out on the water to you. Come, Jesus answered. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water to Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he was afraid and started to sink down in the water. Save me, Lord, he cried. At once Jesus grabbed out and reached out and grabbed hold of him and said, How little faith you have. Why did you doubt? They both got into the boat and the wind died down. Then the disciples of the boat worshipped him. Truly you are the son of God, they exclaimed. Jesus walked on the water that they feared. He forced them to face their fear, but showed them that they are in him above their fears. As long as Jesus is in your life, you have nothing to be afraid of. Give your fears to God. 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Pull out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. Transfer all your fears to him, for he cares for you. Psalm 23 verse 4. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. Amanda Palmer, it said, If you don't deal with your demons, they got into they go into the cellar of your souls and lift weights. So die vrees sal jy terughou en al die goeders waar ons nou gepraat het al. En dit sal dan gewicht wees op jou skouwer. Ons moes laatst week gepraat oor die weight wat op jou skouwers gaan hang. Ok, so volgende gaan ons praat oor undercover boss. So dis ook vir hy control freaks en mense wat altyd probeer om ander mense te beheer. Ok, so ek gaan gevoel ons hierdie gedeelte lees. So dealing with your own spec. Do not judge others so that God will not judge you. For God will judge you in the same way as you judge others, and he will apply to you the same rules you apply to others. Why then do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the log in your own eye? How dare you say to your brother, please let me take that speck out of your eye, when you have a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take out the log in your own eye, and then you will be able to see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. It is very easy to point out areas others need to work on, but we don't see what we need to work on for ourselves. It is important to deal with the emotions that compete to control you. Otherwise, it will throw you off balance and weigh you down. Okay, supporting others with their speck. So I could also say supporting. When that is not all that I beheerder in of doing it for all Dit gaan oor ondersteun dat mense self tot die punt kom. Want het help nie, jy preek vir iemand en sê vir maar doen die of doen die of hier is verkeerd nie, want dan gaan hulle echt wel nie luister nie. It's very important not to become an undercover boss who tries to control others. Only give criticism or your opinion when it is asked. Matthew 18 verse 15 to 17. If your brothers or sisters sin, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen, even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. When it is someone who you have a close relationship with or for who you are accountable for, so does as yay sê nou maar nou een kerk lei, of een groepie ding lei, en jy is accountable vir hulle, jy is hulle mentor, 
dann gaufere, dann mit jeder ohne Stehen Ende. Do not have the mindset of, it's none of my business. Man jij is accountable für alle. So sorry, movie, the courageous, wat ons nou dag gekyk het, van die accountable, mekaar accountable hou. Want jij gaan ook, obviously, accountable staan, für die verhaal acties, as jy niks gedoen het, denk. En te veel, when they know you love them. Dit help nie, jy probeer iemand help, wat nie weet, jy is lief vir hulle nie. Want hulle gaan voel, jy kritiseer hulle net, of jy probeer hulle beheer, of judge hulle. Positivity sandwich. So, dit is baie belangrik om, ek wil het papa altijd gesê, 25% encourage, en 25% nie moet nou maar kritiseer, of support. Dit is altijd belangrik om iemand te encourage, en te wees die goed wat hulle ook doen, want andersens, gaan hulle gejudge voel, en dit gaan hulle net verder wegdrijf ook van die jere. Confront people in sin. Love is not silent. So dit is belangrik om vir mense uit te wees, as jy voel in jou hart, die jere wees vir jou uit, dit waarmee hulle nou bezig is, is op pad na destruction. Soms dan moet my ouders met my harde gesprek hee, uit liefde uit, en ek weet, hulle is lief vir my, en dis ook maak het kan pad, en soek met julle elke, en julle weet die persoon wat julle mentor is, is gee om oor julle, so julle kan luister na hulle. Jou had jy daar nou net gesê. <laughs> Andy Stanley het gesê, If there is something that ruins a relationship, it needs to be brought into the light. Dit help nie, jy harbor die feelings en die, eindelijk seer ook, wat jy saam met jy draan nie, want dit gaan nie die verhouding seer maak. Bring het in die licht, sê, wat jy, dit wat jy nou gedoen het, ek weet jy dit nie so bedoel nie, maar dis wat jy my, hoe my, jy my laat voel het, en dan is al, a kans vir jou en die ander persoon en die verhouding om ook gezond te raak. Matthew 18 verse 3 And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. If you don't become like children, you won't enter heaven. Matthew 18 verse 6 to 9 If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the wind because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to have entered into life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and to be thrown into eternal fire. And you, if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better to, for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. So, you can't physically yourself in your eyes. If you cause others or yourself to stumble, sort it out. Cut off that which causes you to stumble. So, as you circle my verkeerde goed kijk op your rekenaar, maak seker jy is accountable met iemand en sê, worry, ek sikkel met hierdie, help my, en maak borders, byvoorbeeld. It's better for you to take extreme measures while you are still in control, before you are controlled and your life is in chaos. Hulle sê ons altyd dat, het is beter om iets te avoid, as om iets te probeer van recover. Ek weet nie precies hoe die kwaad gaan nie. Maar, Matthew 18, verse 12 to 14. If a man earns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, Will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep that, than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. Jesus is always looking for that one sheep. 
be the vessel that he can use to find that sheep. So as you feel, you have a very close relationship with someone in a friendship, and you feel that what you now do is a path to help them destroy them. You know that the Lord will bring them to them. Talk with them, talk with them. You don't have to wait for someone else to come to your path, because you are that person who is on your path. Okay, just a recap of everything. Matthias 15, verse 18. But those things which proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart, and they defile a man. The source of the emotions that compete for control comes from our heart, and it is important to know how to not let those emotions be the boss of you. Dit gaan bossen net oor ons identiteit in Jesus, en dat niks mag het oor ons nie. Let your fire fall and cast 
fear. He is the liar.